Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant. Thanks for tuning in to Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, over the past many shows, I've tried to play as many of the songs of yesteryear that I can fit into an episode. But due to time constraints, I I find that I have to cut some great songs that I intended to play. And after a while, these leftovers pile up. So rather than ignore them, I produce this episode of Full Circle to make sure they get heard. They've been waiting patiently, and so have you.
patiently, Michelle Wagner. And although she never envisioned herself making music a career, because of the encouragement of others and promptings of the Lord, that's exactly what she did. Inspired by her relationship with the Lord, songs and melodies naturally began to overflow. After graduating with a degree in music from Ohio State University and moving to Nashville, she began her career. She started as a songwriter for Meadow Green Music and later signed with Benson Records, recording four albums for Benson, including the song you just heard from her 1989 debut album, Michelle Wagner. I now have another artist that was on the late Gary S. Paxton's New Pax record label. And I paid a special tribute to Gary on episode 222, Remembering the Greats. While not a household name, Gary Dunham did make a contribution to the CCM world in the early 80s. The two solo albums and then writing songs for many other artists including Kathy Ticoli, Sandy Patty, and the Gaither Vocal Band. In 1983, Don Francisco invited Gary to join him on tour. And for several years, the duo performed and recorded together with great success. However, during the 90s, Gary greatly cut back on his touring. He now resides in his hometown of St. Joseph, Missouri, and continues to write and perform music. Gary began his musical endeavors early, writing music and performing live as a young teen. He moved to California in 1973, toured with the final incarnation of the L.A. rock band Blues Image. After several years, the rigors of life on the road and the constant stress of touring resulted in problems in his personal life. However, it was the very life crisis that brought Gary to a spiritual awakening and with it, the realization of his great need for a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And this awakening was so powerful that it not only came to encompass his private life, but his musical career as well. He dedicated himself completely to God's call and became a musical evangelist. Gary moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 1979 to begin in earnest his Christian music ministry. And he soon caught the ear of Gary S. Paxton and signed with the new Pax Records. Like Brown Bannister, Gary Dunham, also recorded a song called Carry On from the 1982 album called The Pearl, Gary Dunham. Carry On. Something new is in the air Yeah, many people seem to know Jesus, he is coming soon Time's coming to a close
Another artist who was on the New Pax record label was Don Francisco. And while, like Pharaoh and Pharaoh, his first album didn't do so well, either on radio or in sales, Gary had faith in him and stood by him waiting for his songwriting to grow and mature. But I'd like to feature a song from Don's first album as Gary S. Paxton lended a hand with the background vocals on that one, as well as producing the record along with the co-owner of the label, Bob McKenzie. Looking back to 1976, with the title track of his debut album, Don Francisco, Brother of the Sun. Coming up next, a song inspired by the most famous love chapter in the Bible, on Full Circle. Give to me to shine a light in someone else's darkness, to say the words they need to hear to set them free. Take this heart of stone and make it over for all my life. It's all I have to give Fill it with your love and understanding Show me how to feel and how to live Father, let your spirit flow inside me Till all that will not praise you undone Help me keep my feet upon the highway and grow to be 
brother of the sun When at last the book of life is open and accounts of all your servants have been shown Lord, let me bring somebody with me And stand with all my friends before the throne Father, let your spirit flow inside me From the unmistakable voice of Don Francisco, the title track to his debut album, Brother of the Sun, came out 40 years ago. Where has the time gone? I can remember when it first came out, and I would feature songs from that album on my early Jesus Solid Rock radio show back in the day. This is Jerry Bryant. And the scriptures tell us to remember our first love, our early enthusiasm. And that's why we do what we do here on Full Circle. We want to serve as a musical reminder of where we came from. And what better way than a musical version of the most famous love chapter in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, from his first project in 1972 called Seeds, Barry McGuire, It's Love.
Barry McGuire, It's Love. What an amazing chapter that Paul wrote with all the ingredients that are necessary for lasting world peace. If we simply learn how to love, the world doesn't understand that. A few years ago on a Super Bowl night, a friend said to me, you know, this is the night when some really smart people have paid $4 million for a 60-second TV commercial to convince you that if you buy their product, it will change the world. Well, you know and I know, only love will change the world. And I think Paul learned how to love because he had suffered so much. Suffering builds empathy and compassion. And another reason Paul was able to be loving was that, well, he wasn't trying to get anything from his converts. He realized all their needs were met in Christ. As one who was able to relate to people without needing anything from them, he was free to love, free to choose his responses to them. He learned how to love. And that is the reason for this radio show, Full Circle, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. In some ways, before the hype and the contract deals and the fancy recordings, just simple songs of love for our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope it'll be an encouragement to you as you listen. Maybe you'd like to support this radio show through your prayers and through your financial giving. I've been so blessed by people around the world saying, I really want to see contemporary Christian music remembered where it came from, the early days of Jesus music during the Jesus movement in the late 60s, early 70s. You can go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Explore the archives, past songs, past shows, and of course you'll find some pictures and more information on the show and how we got started and what we're trying to accomplish. So you can share the show with your friends. But I do need your prayers and financial support as I get ready to produce the next episode of Full Circle. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com and do whatever you can in giving. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Don Francisco. You're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. We're taking you back to where it all began. So, have you ever had a favorite album by an artist that you just simply wore out and kept wondering why the artist never recorded another album that even came close to matching it? Well, such is the case of an album entitled Armed and Dangerous. Recorded at Rosewood Studio in Tyler, Texas in 1983 by Matthew Ward from the second chapter of Acts. Now this Live Oak release has to be considered a classic for sure. With amazing guitar licks from Dan Huff, songs and keyboards arranged by Jim Tenenbaugh, along with the soulful horn section led by Kim Hitchcroft. An enjoyable listen every time I played it on the early Jesus Solid Rock radio show. In the song Red, Yellow, Black, and White, Matthew is marveling at how God created human beings in his own image. And just like the snowflakes, no two alike. We're all precious in his sight. Here's Matthew Ward.
Hi, this is Terry Taylor from Daniel Amos on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and we're looking back to where it all began. Now, after starting his career in the late 1980s as singer-songwriter of contemporary Christian music, Stephen Curtis Chapman has been recognized as one of the most prolific singers in the genre, releasing more than 20 albums to this date. He's won 56 Gospel Music Association Dove Awards, including seven Artist of the Year Dove Awards, more than any other artist 
in history. He's also won five Grammy Awards and has sold more than 10 million albums in which eight of those mean certified gold or platinum. Now, my feature song is the title track to his first gold album. Released in 1989, the third album from Stephen on Sparrow Records. In an age of artists going from this record label to that record label, Stephen has stayed with Sparrow for his whole recording career, starting with the debut release, First Hand, in 1987. It's a testament to his steadfast loyalty, not only to the label, but to his fans as well, in good times and bad. Looking back to the first of his 46 number one Christian radio hits, Stephen Curtis Chapman, with more to this life. Stay tuned for more coming up on Full Circle. Life alone can be 
change doesn't come easy. And it seems that the old often despises the new. My next group received a lot of criticism when they decided to change their musical direction from straightforward rock and roll to the new wave sound of the early 80s. I'm speaking of the band Daniel Amos, who in 1981 came out with an album on Gary S. Paxton's label, New Pax, just a few months after Larry Norman released their horrendous disc album on his solid rock record label after their contract with him had dissolved. The album was groundbreaking, complete with a companion short story in the liner notes and a promise of three more albums in what was collectively known as the Alarma Chronicles. Now the record starts out letting the listener know that the central theme of the album is focused on the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. This is especially evident on side two of the LP. But to set this up, many of the songs on side one are warnings to the listeners to beware. To beware of isolationism, apathy, deceitfulness, and dead spiritual traditions. Sounding the alarm, Terry Taylor and the boys with Alarma. And coming up, have you ever heard of an early group called the Savage Young Scratch Band? Well, stay tuned as you may be surprised to find out who the band became later on.
taking some musical cues from the bands like the Talking Heads and Elvis Costello. Daniel Amos with Alarma. Just like the two Old Testament prophets that the band was named after, they had their own brand of prophetic warnings for the church on that title track and record as a whole. In fact, they even had an unspoken message on the identical front and back cover photo, with the front portraying the band out of focus and the eyes photoshopped out. While the band is quite clear, alluding to the fact that once we were blind, but now we can see. While not actually part of the Cornerstone Festival's 2011 Jesus Rally, my next group, the 77s, are a long-standing staple at the festival. They also represent the next wave of Jesus music that came about in the 1980s. The 77s released their debut album in 1983 on the Exit record label, produced by former Alpha Band member Stephen Souls. This recording was an exercise in pseudo-new wave for the band. And at the time of the recording, the group was called the Savage Young Scratch Band. The group changed its name to the 77s as the record was being pressed. In fact, the group really had no intentions of being a serious band until they started recording. Prior to that, they were a praise and worship group at a local Sacramento youth center. Now, their label, Exit Records, was a San Francisco area company whose primary mission it was to sign Christian groups that showed promise. The 77s were one of the feature groups on Exit, along with Vector, Charlie Peacock, and Steve Scott. The first track on the first record sounds unlike anything heard of by the band before or since. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of the 60s group The Birds trying to do new wave music. The band, on subsequent releases, would find their own sound and gain a loyal following. Comprised of both Christians and non-Christians, due to the high quality of musicianship. From the album, Ping Pong Over the Abyss. Mike Rowe and the boys with a different kind of light. On Full Circle, looking back to where it all began. I heard about the light of progress. I could never... Shut up, man. 
A song about light reminds me of Moses in the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. You might remember the story. Here's a guy just minding his own business, watching over his sheep, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a fire from the midst of a bush. Now, that different kind of light must have gotten his attention because it says in verse 3 that Moses said, What's going on here? And he says, I will turn aside and see this great sight. God used the light of a bush that wouldn't be consumed to get his attention and even speaks to him. Moses, Moses, take off your sandals, for the place where you stand is holy ground. And Moses hid his face because he was afraid. God didn't speak to Moses until he had his attention. He's waiting for us to turn as well. And who knows, he might even use a different kind of light. Full circle. Full circle. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome back to Full Circle, where I've been taking you back to where it all began. Back in the days of the Jesus movement, many secular musicians took notice as to what was going on in regards to the Jesus movement and the music it brought forth. Some just took it as a fad, jumped on the bandwagon, adding the word, Jesus, Spirit, or some other phrase to their songs. In fact, Larry Norman came out with a whole album doing cover versions of some of those songs called Streams of White Light into Darkened Corners. Now, the popularity of all these references to God occasionally leaked over to major labels. Hence, my next artist, California Earthquake, seemed more of a mainstream Christian-themed experiment rather than a grassroots expression of the Jesus people. But I decided to share it because it was part of the culture. And as it says in Philippians 1:18, But what does it matter? The whole important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. California Earthquake, taking the brass rock bull by the horns and combining the fervent soul of blood, sweat, and tears with some progressive hard rock crunch of Chicago's debut. The end results, uh, indeed, commendable and quite professional sounding. With a funky kind of story, here's California Earthquake, Reformation 71 on Full Circle. Last Sunday walking down the street, I heard an old familiar beat. And I decided maybe I would fall So I went in through an open door And down a marble corridor Into the biggest room I ever saw Well, there was a thousand people in wooden seats They're tapping their shoes right on the beach Digging up where the sounds were coming from I thought my eyes were jiving me Cause what I saw just couldn't Two guitars, some horns, a bass, and a set of drums. Now you're gonna say what's wrong with that? If I would just remove my hat, then I'd find nothing under it but air. But don't be hasty, hear me out. Cause this is what it's all about. It wasn't what those dudes were playing, it was where. And that 
was going down I'll tell you when I looked around Most all them thousand folks were pushing 40 With suits and ties and faces shaved And ladies acting well behaved I even think I saw old Mary Yordy Making a mistake you can't afford But with a second look as far as I could tell There they were, alive and well Playing rock and roll on an altar of the Lord Well, up one scale and down the other With my guitar playing brother Just wailing long hair praises to the sky And sitting beside this freaked out band Was a man in a robe with a cross in his hand Grinning a grin that stretched from eye to eye When the music ended with an AC grunt That dude in the robe, he got up front His arms raised high for the man up there to see And he said, Lord, I save your light and friend Give us the strength to not condemn That of those with whom we disagree Took the book that he knew best And he let his hand upon it rest And looked right down into that congregation And he said, sure as this church has a steeple The good Lord, he loves all his people California Earthquake and Reformation 71 on Full Circle. Just for a moment, a pause in the music to thank everyone who's been a part of supporting Full Circle Jesus Music. This ministry came out of the Jesus Solid Rock Radio Show, which back in the early 70s and 80s was featured every week in Carbondale, Illinois, along with Jesus Solid Rock Concerts. And then after a few years of traveling everywhere from Southern California, where I lived at Last Days Community with the late Keith Green, to the Agape Force in Lindell, Texas, all the way over to Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I did a show called Lifeline at the CBN Radio Studios, then back to Carbondale, Illinois, and there again, another stint of Jesus Solid Rock. Finally, moving down to Nashville, Tennessee, and starting... Full Circle, Jesus Music, looking back to where it all began. That's part of our history. You can find out more when you go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Don't leave out the Jesus. Fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You'll find a lot of information there, as well as we're on Facebook. You can like us at Full Circle Jesus Music. If you'll send me your email address, you'll receive the Full Circle Jesus Music email blast. When I send that out to let people know what is on the horizon, what albums or interviews I've done, at any rate, it's there for you at the website. You can also contribute either once or weekly or every month to help the support of the radio ministry at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Hey, thank you. 
Well, on this episode, I've been featuring some songs we missed on earlier shows. I just ran out of time in earlier shows, or these songs would have been posted before now. Now, just to reflect, the early 70s were early days of the Jesus Movement and the growth for many of those artists who had started to take the message of the gospel out into the world through their music. And one of those groups was known as Petra, who had actually been around since 1972, but didn't record their first album until 1974. And just to give you a bit of trivia, in 1970, Petra's founding members, Bob Hartman and John DeGroff, had formed a band called Dove, which quickly disbanded when John left to attend a Bible school in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hartman soon followed, and he and DeGroff joined two classmates, guitarist Greg Ho and drummer Bill Glover, to form what would become the first of numerous incarnations of the group we all know as Petra. The boys were cranking out rural rock and roll with solid Allman Brother-type dual guitar-driven leads, adding simple evangelistic vocals, which was a foreshadowing of things to come. So to close out the show, I thought I'd end it with a medley I put together, especially for this look back to where it all began. Petra, I'm not ashamed, along with a parting thought. I'm not ashamed to say I need you. You satisfy my every need. And when I yield to you and give my love, you always set me free. I'm not ashamed to talk about you. Given me a love to share I know you died and rose And will return to meet us in the
a song sung with you in mind. Maybe it will make you think about him one more time. And if you can, please try to understand. Jesus is yours for the asking. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky. Let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.